What does it mean to be a Christian? That's one of those questions that can just kind of hang in the air. What does it mean to be a Christian? Is to be a Christian to subscribe to an intellectual belief system? Is Christianity an intellectual agreement to a theological position? Is Christianity intellectual agreement? Or maybe, maybe Christianity is a, a sense of morality, a moral code in terms of your own life and your own way that you live. Maybe, maybe Christianity is about church attendance, being part of a church or a faith group. Maybe Christianity is about being part of a small group of some sort, a Sunday school or other type of group that prays and reads the Bible. Maybe Christianity is about reading the Bible. I mean, are all these things what it means to be a Christian? Well, I think they're part of the Christian life, but I I don't know if they in and of themselves are what it means to be a Christian. What does it mean to be a Christian? We see in the text that we just read an encounter that Jesus has with Pontius Pilate. Um, Pilate is the Roman governor of that part of the world. What Rome would do, Rome uh, was a very well-oiled machine. Rome knew what they wanted. Rome wanted from every land they conquered two things, peace and taxes. That's all they wanted. They, they didn't want you to fuss and fight because, see, fuss and fighting took time away from paying taxes. Rome, and what, this was the bargain Rome, Rome made with you. If you, when Rome conquered you, if you would behave and pay your taxes, Rome would pretty much let you do what you wanted to do. So in, in, in Israel, you had Herod, who was their king. Now, and so Herod, Herod was king, but he wasn't really in charge. I mean, he was, as long as everybody behaved, Herod was king. But like, if it ever got, you know, in really bad, Pilate was in charge because Pilate had the military. So Pontius Pilate, really all he wanted out of the people of Israel was to behave, not cause trouble, not fuss and fight, and pay your taxes. You do that, he was happy. However, um, the people of Israel didn't like to do either of those things. They liked to fuss and fight, and they did not like to pay their taxes. So in the Roman world, uh, if we're going to, you know, being his job as governor of that part of the world was not a desired job to have. Because it seemed like every governor of that part of the world had to deal with an uprising. And we, it eventually kind of really crystallized in AD 70 when the Jews had a, a, a revolt and Rome basically said, okay, we're going to wipe everybody out and they destroyed the temple and all that. So that's eventually what happened in AD 70. But here we see 
the Pharisees and the religious leaders had brought Jesus to Pilate. But, but here's the thing is like Pilate found nothing wrong with Jesus. We, if you continue reading, you see that Pilate eventually goes out and says, I don't see, okay, y'all don't like him, but that's not worth killing him over. But here's the thing. The Jews had threatened a revolt. The, the, the Jewish leaders had threatened a revolt if Pilate didn't do this. And so Pilate was caught between a rock and a hard place because on one hand, he didn't really want, he didn't find cause, but he also wanted peace. So you see, you see in Pilate this turmoil of like, what did you do? Why are you here? Like, this is weird. I don't get it. And you see in Pilate this turmoil of, why, is it, why are you such a big deal? Why did your people turn against you? And by the way, just a real quick segue. And I want, I want to be clear of this when we read John's gospel. John uses the phrase, the Jews, a lot. And I always like to point this out. When, when John says the Jews, remember, first, John was a Jew. Secondly, that's shorthand for religious leaders. So don't, don't say John's thinking all the Jews are this. I don't, want, I don't ever want John's gospel to be used for prejudice against Jewish people because that's not what he's saying. John, when he's, when anytime in John's gospel, you hear the phrase, the Jews, he's talking about the religious leaders. He's talking about the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He's not talking about the Jewish people writ large. He's talking about a very specific group of people that were opposed to Jesus. So just, just when you're, anytime you read John's gospel, be aware of that. Anyway, Paul's like, what, what did you do? Are you a king? And Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. So then Paul's like, well, you are a king because you just said you were. He said, I didn't come for this. I came to speak to the truth, to testify to the truth. And then Pilate. Pilate asked that question. What's truth? What is truth? Hmm. That's one of those questions that just kind of hangs there. Like the question I asked earlier about what does it mean to be a Christian? What is, what is truth? See, here's the thing. When you go back and look in John's gospel, Jesus has already answered that question. Jesus says this earlier in John's gospel. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but by me. Jesus has already answered the question of what is truth. Pilate says, what is truth? Jesus had already answered that question. Truth is Jesus. Truth is not a set of standards we agree to truth is a person jesus christ is truth he is the way the truth and the life he is those things so if you want to know truth you've got to know Jesus. C.S. Lewis put it like this, faith 
enlivens the eyes. We do not see and then we have faith. Rather, the other way around. When we have faith, we see. And so when you have faith, when you know truth in Jesus Christ, you see things differently than you've done before. So when you have truth, when you have Jesus, you read the Bible differently. The Bible is not simply a Western Sea of History textbook, but it's a plan of God's redemption from the very beginning of time to the very completion of time. You see things that you don't normally see. You serve in ways you wouldn't normally serve. You forgive in ways that you wouldn't normally forgive. You act in ways that you wouldn't normally act because you have truth. Truth is not an intellectual statement. Truth is a person. And when you know that person, you then know truth. Because when you know that person, for the first time you can see. It's interesting that when you look across the Gospels, the miracle that Jesus performs most often, the miracle that is constantly done over and over and over in Scripture, is the restoring of sight to the blind. I think the gospel writers are making a point there. They aren't, in my opinion, just talking about physical restoration of sight. But there's something deeper. A spiritual restoration of sight. I don't believe because I see. But because I believe. I can see. Faith, truth is not a statement. Truth is a person. And that person is Jesus Christ. So, back to my original question this morning. What does it mean to be a Christian? Christianity is not just an intellectual belief system. Christianity is not just an acknowledgement of facts. Christianity is not just ascribing to something and saying, yes, that is true. Christianity is not intellectual agreement. Christianity is not a moral code. Christianity is not even faithful church attendance. Christianity is a relationship with Jesus. Christianity at its core is not about what you believe. Christianity at its core is not about what you do. Christianity at its core is not even about who you are. Christianity is about who you're in relationship with. Jesus. Christianity is a relationship but what we do we put we put the cart before the horse we do all this stuff and then we focus on jesus we got to do it backwards y'all or do it right ways we got to focus on jesus and then jesus will get the stuff right it starts with faith it starts with simple faith and simple relationship in Jesus. And then, y'all, I just really believe this. I think if we are following after him and chasing after him and being obedient to him, he will lead us to what we need to be doing.
He will take care of it. He will guide. He will lead. He will direct because he is in charge. But it all starts not with our stuff or our intellect or even our, even our experience. But it starts with a relationship. Y'all, relationships are huge. Relationships are huge. Relationships are how God saves the world through Jesus Christ. That's how we change the world through Jesus Christ. And see, as we are on this Sunday of Christ the King, I think one one of the mistakes that we make as Christians is this. We live with the hope that one day Jesus will be king. That's not the way it is, y'all. We don't live in the hope that Jesus one day will be king. We live in the reality that Jesus is now king. His kingship, his lordship is not something that one day is going to happen, but Jesus Christ is king right now. Jesus is Lord right now. So we as the church, we've got to stop living like one day Jesus will be king and start living in the reality that Jesus Christ is king. So whom shall we fear because our God is king? For of what shall we be afraid because our God is king? Of whom should we fear because our God is king? Don't be afraid. Don't worry. Go out and serve and live and love. Because see, here's the thing, y'all. If Jesus is king, if we really believe that Jesus Christ is king, you got to ask yourself, do you, do you believe he's king or not right now? Do you believe he's king or not? If he's king, in Jesus' kingdom, should there be hungry children? So what are we going to do about it? If Jesus is king, should there be women that are afraid because of domestic violence? So what are we going to do about it? In Jesus' kingdom, should there be those that do not know he is Lord? So what are we going to do about it? We got to stop as the church living with the hopes that one day, maybe, Jesus will be king and start living in the present reality that right now, Jesus is king. But that all starts, y'all, not with intellectual agreement. That starts with a life devoted to and changed by Jesus Christ. What is truth? What does it mean to be a Christian? Jesus. Jesus. That's the answer. Let's pray.